All right, hey folks. So the topic of the day is building strength. Now, um, we've talked a lot about hypertrophy over the last few weeks, so I wanted to do a video on mistakes made when building strength. And this is a really common one. The mistake being that people are training too heavy to build strength. I think there's this misconception that strength is built with really, really high percentages of your one rep max, and you have to just go heavier and heavier. When in actuality, that's not the truth. Um, myself, my experience as a powerlifter, most of the time I was training in that 85% of my one rep max range. Um, so back in the day, uh, you guys are familiar with my eights, fives, and threes. I had written fairly clear percentages of what I could handle for a three rep max, a five rep max, an eight rep max. And I used those over the course of many months to improve upon and build up my one rep max. The majority of the strength that I created was built within with five to eight reps. Those were the prime movers for me. And that put me right in that range of about 85 to maybe 80 to, yeah, about 80 to 85%, uh, maybe even a little bit higher, but definitely not after 90%. Now, I think a common misconception is that you have to go above 90%. And as well as that, there's a lot of ego attached to things like the bench press. And that is one of the um, the reasons that I'm making this because it's a relatively common problem. People just training far too heavy because they are insistent on going heavier and heavier and heavier and trying to get that progression, which we're all told on the internet, you know, everyone shouts at you, get stronger, get stronger. And um, I think it's fine, it's decent advice, but you have to earn it, okay? So you can't just throw the weight up and allow the progression the weight on the bar to exceed how quickly you're building strength. You have to do it right because if you do that, what's going to happen is you're going to end up outside that optimal range of about 80 to 90% of your one rep max. So this was highlighted to me recently again. I'm going to share experience with you from coaching, then I'll talk a bit about myself as well. So I've got this client, Nick, and we've been trying to get his bench press up. Now, one of the problems that we kept running into was whenever he got to about 245 pounds, he would just hit a wall no matter what we did. And um, I found this really confusing. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense based on anything else I'd seen before. So I work with these one-to-one -one guys really carefully and closely. And so it came to light that he was taking excessively long rest periods between sets. So in the course of conversation, this came out and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So effectively by taking longer and longer rest periods, he was forcing progression. So every week we'd add some weight to the bar get more reps, whatever. It looked good on paper. But the actuality was he was just taking longer and longer rest periods. Now, you guys have heard me talk about rest periods before and the idea of standardizing those rest periods. But he was taking longer and longer rest periods. Now, in effect, what he was then doing was his load increases were outpacing his strength increases. And as a result, because he was adding weight to the bar, the percentage of his one rep max was just going higher and higher and higher to the point where he was out of that zone, that 80 to 90% zone. He was in the 90, 95% zone and really grinding these reps out. As soon as he gets into that stage, strength building drops off and you might even lose strength because you're not putting in the necessary volume to actually build strength because you got outside that range. When you're working with weights which are 90% plus, you're not going to be able to accumulate enough volume. It's just going to destroy you. Okay, It just becomes a brutal, not fun workout, and it's not conducive to building strength. So 
rest periods were kind of the guilty party here. He was just resting longer and longer and longer, which meant that as he added weight to the bar, the weight to the bar was outpacing how quickly he was building strength. And very quickly, you get into a situation where the weight on the bar is such a high percentage of your one rep max, you're no longer accumulating enough volume to actually progress because you're outside of that golden zone of roughly 80 to 90%. Now, we fixed that standardized rest periods and now he's gaining properly, which is great. Um, I had the same problem when I was younger. Now, before I really thought about strength the way that I do now, and before I had built up a lot of strength, I did used to do some five by five. I thought it was pretty good. But the one commonality with five by five back then that everybody complained about was that it was just horrific when the weights got heavy because we were doing the same thing as Nick. We were doing the same thing. We were just allowing the rest periods to get longer and longer and longer to build ourselves up to be able to hit that next five with the same weight because that's the idea. You hit five by five with the same weight. So the strength increases were being outpaced by adding weight to the bar because obviously powerlifters, ego, <laughs> got to get the weight on the bar. So rest periods got longer between sets. Also rest between reps got longer as well. So I can specifically recall just standing there for longer and longer amounts of time in between reps just so I could get the next rep. Absolutely horrific workouts at way too high a percentage of one rep max, simply because I was abusing the rest periods between the sets and abusing the rest period between the reps. So you guys hear me talk about these issues, about consolidating and standardizing your rest periods. This is why I talk about it, because I've been through these problems before. And even going so far as to standardize rest periods between reps, it's important to do so, so you're not outpacing your actual strength increases. You're staying in that golden zone where you do gain muscle and you do gain strength. Um, effectively, what happens is if you continue to add weight to the bar and allow that weight to sort of outpace your strength increases, the workout starts to become ineffective because your, your, your effective volume goes down. You start to lose reps. You're grinding them out. They're not clean reps. And as a result, you're not building strength the way you should be or the way you could be if you stuck to a reasonable percentage. So um, effectively, in a way, you're working too hard for gains. Now, you're probably not able to add in quite as much volume as you would like, so it does affect things down the chain. So let's just put some numbers together. I think for a guy who's benching about 300 pounds, 80 to 90% is about 240 to about 270. That's where you should be for the majority of your training, okay? And that I think is a reasonable place to get some reps. Just see what you can handle with roughly that weight. See if it's fives, if it's eights, your individual biology will dictate roughly what you can do. But pretty standardized, I think, you know, 80, 90% would be roughly a three rep max probably. 80% um, would probably be more like an eight rep max. So roughly in that range. But uh, yeah, you want to be working with 240, 270 for good, clean reps and building volume in that range. That will allow you to do pristine, pristine, perfect form and get in enough volume to actually drill the lift so you can get better. So if you are stuck on your bench press and you know this sounds familiar, you might actually need to pull back on the weight to get stronger. And that's always the contradiction. And it's what a lot of guys don't realize because actual proper powerlifting, if you do it correctly, that's the zone you're working in. 
you know i think it's there's a lot of misinformation out there about what people should be doing to get stronger but um one of the prime things is actually staying in a reasonable percentage if you look up any of the uh, boris shaker programs they're all in that range now as you get stronger you might also need to use a lighter percentage like for example when i was at my strongest i peaked a 255 kilo squat off a 180 for eight set right so that is actually below 80 percent. it's about 70 um, percent, i think but that's what i needed to do to peak my squat now i also peaked a 180 bench from a 140 for eight uh, set so it's in round by in that zone and that's what you need to be doing now just finally before i kind of sign off here as a coincidence that is also where you get the best hypertrophy gains in that range so it kind of brings us back to this concept of um, powerlifting being really just a test of who has the best leverages, of course, who has the best propensity. But in terms of the factors that you can change, it becomes a test of how much muscle can you pack onto your frame within the weight category you're in and then hone that into a one rep max. I mean, there's been, there's been work done in this area as well, which has corroborated that. And I've seen that myself. I saw in my powerlifting days, as long as I was proficient in the exercise and I was ready to go and I was injury-free, my strength was directly correlated to just how much bigger I got. And it is one of the best methods and it's probably, I would say, the only reliable method of getting stronger once you are very proficient with an exercise. So stay in that range. And if you have found yourself at a bench plateau and you have been just banging your head against the wall, training heavier and heavier and heavier. Your reps are getting uglier, but you're going heavy, just trying to, uh, going for three rep maxes or one rep maxes, or perhaps you're throwing on a slingshot or something, or perhaps you're cheating the weight up or doing whatever other techniques to get more weight on the bar. You might actually need to take a step back. Stay within that 80 to 90% range, build up a good amount of volume in that range, and then go back three to six months down the line take your percentages up a little bit and then test it at some point. But um, I think it's a really, really common mistake. It's something I see all the time. And just finally, again, don't abuse rest periods, whether that's rest between sets or whether it's rest between reps, because all that will do is artificially inflate the amount of weight on the bar where you should be working with less weight and accumulating more volume. It's still about effective volume. Once you have that percentage in the right place, for powerlifting, for strength building, it still is in that range. Um, okay, cool. I'm going to call it there. Hopefully that was useful to you and let me know your experience with this. But um, it does, as I say, there is a difference between building strength versus testing strength. The majority of strength should be built in this area. Now, if you have found you went to lower reps and you got stronger, you were just peaking, you were demonstrating the strength. I'm talking about year long where you need to be. This is where you need to be for the majority of the year to build strength. Peaking strength and demonstrating strength is a different thing. So if you've gone from doing high volume to higher percentage and you've gotten stronger, well, that's obvious. That's just peaking. That's what a powerlifter would do to peak. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about building the majority of your strength, and that's how it's done. So don't train too heavy the majority of the year. The majority of the year should be getting good, clean work in that 80 to 90% range. Right, folks, hopefully that was useful and um, try it and I'll speak to you in the next one.